Good afternoon, Chris. Today is motherfucking Tuesday, aka Wednesday. We live, baby. What's up? We live. Um, you know, I was just actually laying on the couch here with my face in the sun like a cat, just soaking up the um, the beautiful rays of sun after two gray days in this hellhole. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back in bu- we're back in business, and it feels fucking good, TJ. Still freezing though. God damn it! I don't know if it's freezing. It was thirty eight this morning in Glendale. Okay, that's a little cold. Glendale must be that's cold, bro. Glendale's different. That's interesting. But and also the my my heater is not heating right now. God, you have a, you have a lot of problems. I actually find it. I don't know. I don't. I mean, we'll see. We're gonna have to be outside later. So wear your North Face. Oh, I already I already have my heat tech on. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm just trying to figure out how many layers I'm gonna need. But once I get up and going, I'm good. It, like the outside world is fine. Just my house. It's just always yeah. That's the problem. These these beautiful old buildings, you know what I mean. They really just can't hold the heat. TJ. Yeah. they can't hold the Spanish heat. Spanish revival does have a few chinks in its armor. Doesn't which it? which uh, which seven inch of theirs do you like best? Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm kind of torn. So I'd love to hear what you like. The Spanish revival they opened for Mineral. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, hey guys. <laughs> hey, we're Spanish revival. Um, I guess they're. I guess they're probably opening for real estate. Yeah, re- that was a bad joke. No, that's that's a good joke. Real estate put a new album out. Actually, I noticed, um, but it's not it's not 2008, so I didn't check it out. Really, I'll tell all my white friends. <laughs> You're talking to them. Um, <laughs> is the uh, are you? Did you tune in to the music's biggest night, the Grammy Awards on on Sunday? No, I did not. I was eating seafood towers and editing podcasts, baby. You know, so I did unfortunately miss. Unfortunately, it. I also missed it as well. I was coming down from my post Phoebe photo high, <laughs> and then a uh, big a friend of the show, Yimmy Yayo, came over for a little chat. So I was just, you know, I felt it was, I felt it was time to connect with a friend in real life versus watching Harry Styles writhe around stage in a two-piece uh, leather Gucci suit shirtless underneath. Goals AF. I mean, I'm sad that I missed Dua's performance, but I, I saw some pics on Instagram explore page and it did look pretty good. I gotta be honest, bro. She did three outfit changes. Dua kind of sucks. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's unpack this. I just, let's unpack this for a I minute. Just, when you say, like, does a person, her politics, her dancing her singing what about it she just feels a little bit lobotomized okay as opposed to any other pop star well i think that or just in general compared to the average gal she seems a little little lobotomized i would never like i would never stage. compare your queen do it to a regular chick obviously that would be that would be d- <laughs> okay. disrespectful there ain't nothing regular about her i think she's quite a talent vocally i just think that mm-hmm I mean, maybe she's hiding part of her personality to keep that to her friends and family <laughs> like a good celeb. You know what I mean? You're sweet for saying that. But So are you talking about when she's just having a talk, like she's accepting an award? No, or are I you just talking feel like about the, like her onstage persona? I think her onstage persona is what I'm talking about. It's just a yeah, little... Yeah, but... It's just, you know... That lobotomized energy is exactly kind of what we want, though. And she might know that. Or her management knows that, and so you're saying it doesn't come naturally to her. Her management is telling her to be stupid, and she's agreeing. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. You, I think you, so because after hearing her talk, she seems like a smart. She seems like a, a smart enough, well spoken, uh, you know, young lady. She's obviously, you know. So still... you, you've heard her talk to what Annie Mac and <laughs> and what other deep convos? Uh... I mean, probably just when I was watching her. Um, song exploder episode i was like oh you know yeah i don't know i can't think of another pop star you know on her level that 
doesn't sound or talk like that, you know? That's a good point. That's a good point. And I, I just, I just, I also don't think the music, it's just not there for me. No, I agree. Like I this agree. record, actually, this, I'm not a huge fan of the music. This record just kind of boring. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I really don't like the tats. But otherwise, you know, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> the tats. I don't love the tats. I don't love like. What about the outfit changes? The outfits is probably she's good at the outfits. I mean, she's hot, so it's like you can wear clothes. Yeah. You know, that's not. I mean, that's not rocket science. I kind of like the the Albanian choreo going on, where it's just kind of like we're all phoning it in a little bit. We're doing as much as we can while still preserving the voice, but we're you know we're gonna just do some little dances. Yeah, the, yeah, it's it's definitely not. It's we're not moving mountains. No, it's not 90s, with our choreo team. Nineties pop star like hitting my steps vibes at all. Right. It's very much which but which I love. Like mm. you, we don't you don't have to be. You know, like when when somebody's dancing too extreme, yeah. Chris Brown scaring the hose type of dancing, where you're just like, "All right, bro, like we got it, like we get it, bro. You can do a split and a backflip. All right, we get it. Bro. You're, you're dancing because of some some other demons that we don't know about, That's not true. because it's, you have he's, fun. The doing only it. reason he dances is because his uh, street art career unfortunately never got off the ground, and and we all have to sometimes, you know, do do our backup. I mean, I'm obviously didn't set out to be a podcaster. This is definitely not my first choice. So maybe that's why I'm t- Team Breezy. I subconsciously um relate to him both of us having a failed street art career that's very possible Unfor- none, of, none of us were able to take off like retina or call cause yeah unfortunately for both of you um chris brown has an exceptional street art collection in his home um and and you i haven't seen it is unfortunate for me it's been keeping me up at night i haven't seen a single piece of framed street art in your home uh your little spanish revival so it's something to, something, yeah. to th- if I, something to think about if i had a dollar for every <laughs> Sotheby's auction where I was outbid yet again by by Chris Damn, Brown. Um, we we do have Team Breezy in the phone. He's gonna he's doing four point mm. three going once. But I did watch I did watch some of the perf- performances performances on on um my favorite website YouTube dot com and of course mm-hmm. of course Heim was great. They played my song um which I love and they looked exceptional in Periwinkle Prada you know matching the sisses all matching yeah there was some uh you know a little pushback online about those outfits though not everyone it was not a unanimous well i mean love you, of, of those fits well i mean red carpet clothes are like basically bad so it's like you got to do what you can like they look cool and they point. look cool every day so it's like when you force you know something like that but i did like that the shoes match the dress you know what i'm saying i didn't catch the shoes actually that's too bad the shoes were same material you know also i just think it's cool i think feel like you know prada's blue chip for sure, sure. Yeah, that's good. I was, yeah, I was unfortunately just really munching down a seafood tower, and it was well, one, maybe the best one I've ever had. Wow, I was okay. Well, I was in uh, Highland Park, so you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who wins. So yeah, how was Phoebe? You know, walk me through what what went down. You you hit the backyard and pulled out the contacts and said, unfortunately, Jason, your your hashtag thirty five millimeter uh, amateur shutter bug had to use a uh, digital camera because of a tight turnaround time um, with the client. So I had to, for right. the first, you didn't even bring a contacts for some personal. Oh no, of course I got the personals. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Are <laughs> okay. you kidding? I took the feet picks. I'm going to sell them. Um, <laughs> but no, the, the, um, that's why we don't have to, that's why we don't need a Patreon. Exactly. Yeah. I make money two way. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, it was, um, I, I had to fire up the, uh, friend of the show. Give me Yale. Let me borrow a five D. Um, and, uh, so it was the first time I had ever used one. <laughs> That was pretty sick. <laughs> well, you did a you did a pretty good job, all things considered, because it ain't no point. Is you know, it's not well. 
it's not a uh, you know large format you know with a poof of smoke level, but it ain't a point well, and shoot. Well, Jason, I mean, the thing with me is, I, I you know, when it's just two friends hanging out, you know what I mean? It's like the photos come off pretty natural. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 uh, uh you know. Okay. It's just, but no, I showed up at the crib. So Phoebe's like, do you have all the the ISO settings correct? And you're like, no, girl, it's all. Good. What's ISO? Is that your new single? We're <laughs> is that your new single? <laughs> um, but no, she uh, she was very pleasant. Um, her brother was also wearing Tom Brown. Um, her mom was her mm-hmm. mom was a real firecracker. Loved her mom. Um, oh, management. Do they all live together or no? No, no, no. I, I think they were just there getting ready. You know, it was a, it was a pre party vibe. The the Escalade was outside idling. You know, hair and makeup was there. I did get a little touch up just in case. You know, I thought I didn't know. Well, I just didn't know. I thought maybe she was just going to be like, "Hey, get in." You know, come with, just come with us. You're cool. Um, but unfortunately, that did not happen. I know, but I, I did finally meet Marshall, her drummer, who um, is 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 friends of friends. He was very pleasant. Friend of the pod. He was very shout out to Marshall. He was very pleasant as well. But I, you know, I, I all of this being said, I mean, she was fucking robbed. Who 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 won instead of her? Fiona Apple and Megan The Stallion, and maybe one other one. Some loser. That Fiona Apple record. Let me say it again. It sounds like an art teacher hitting pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in like a Grey Gardens house, um, and Could, what that was for. She was nominated for best new, best new artist, best new well, artist. Right? She lost to Megan The Stallion, but I mean, they both feel like not new artists. But that's you know how this works. Yeah, that is how this works. Like obviously, Phoebe Bridges is not new. She's had a couple albums out, but she feels new to the mainstream spotlight. But I feel like Megan The Stallion has kind of been in the spotlight for a few years. I now, mean, right? yeah, I mean. Dude, she's. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, she has huge songs. She got shot in the foot by Tory Lanez, bro. Um, I know, I know. But I feel it's like this ain't her first year, even though her, I guess her debut album just came out. Yeah, whatever. A few months. But ago. it's you know it's okay. And I think I, luckily Phoebe's a young woman. She has plenty of music left in her. Um, but I, I was a really fun afternoon. Mm-hmm. She looked beautiful in the in the Tom Brown um, couture. It was really crazy up close like super heavy so yeah the uh the seamsmanship the mm-hmm. the button work on it exactly. must have been very impressive very heavy as exactly, well exactly exactly so she was uh but i think that um she felt pretty comfortable and was you know was happy to be wearing it so it was overall it was a win it was a big day for me i mean I, you know mm-hmm. i had i had 20 minutes and then i zoomed back over to yayo's house for my digital tech to do his thing um and you know we gotta do a dump yeah we had to do a quick dump you know just throw into capture one do a little you know a quick once over and then send it to the to the team over at tom brown so they can get the images out uh you know asap but it was fun to be part of music's biggest night even in just a small way jason well, every journey begins with the step, and next year, I'm assuming, you know, once the pod category opens up. Yes, of course. We won't be there as the help. We will be there to be helped. Yeah, I'm tired of, I'm t- you know what, it's it's time. I, I'm tired of, you know, I'm tired of doing, you know, uh, it, it's time to be recognized for our hard work. If we get nominated for best male podcast <laughs> of the year, <laughs> I, w- I, I, w- I put this on record, I will lift my Grammy ban. Wow, amazing. Amazing to hear that. Thank you for that. My boycott will be lifted if Thank you. you well, know, the ball's in their court. That's so Academy. that's so cool of you. I'll talk to the Academy. I'll talk to my guys over there. Best podcast male. <laughs> <laughs> would I be best I guess I would be best supporting podcast host <laughs> male. Best supporting podcast host in a feature. Uh now we're going to the Oscars. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting confused because they should announce those as well. Um 
but yeah, it was it was a good weekend, and I was I was um it was really fun to do that, and I think the picture turned out great. So um you know maybe maybe this is mm-hmm. fine. Maybe this is finally you know I'm gonna take some more food out of photographers' mouths as soon as I can. Um, mm-hmm. all my friends that make a living uh, taking photos, watch your motherfucking back. Um, and also if I could borrow a camera, that'd be that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys? So you, how do these lights work, guys? Can you? Uh, I, like, I hear what? I hear from friends that photography is all about lighting. Yeah, I don't know. So how does that work? Yeah, just just show me. I mean, you can do it. Like, no, there's no budget. No, there's no budget for that. <laughs> um, we do have a guest today, Jason. Speaking of lights, we have a guest who's no no stranger to the spotlight. The, the flashing light. Yeah, uh, Kate Bowman uh, is a model from from New York City, and she also though just launched a new podcast, Kate's Podcast, which I have to say, excellent name. Like really, really, really. Honestly, I really like. I it. was telling her that as well. <laughs> like above all, the name is is very good. Just calling a podcast Kate's podcast. It's, is it's so cool. great. But yeah, so she's she's had she has all kinds of different guests, models, filmmakers, stylists. You know the the, the usual lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to check out her her episode with uh, Frederick Peterson, who's the image director of Our Legacy, one of one of my favorite bands. Great band. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, brands not not bands. Well, it could be. I mean, honestly, it's all the same, right? At this point, that's yeah, that's a whole other podcast. But I think it's, we'll get into that with. Kate. I think it's important for us, though, Jason, to use this podcast as a way to really tap in to the you know downtown zeitgeist. It's beginning. The New York Times is writing about it. There's so much talk. We need to tap in with a, a young person who's deeply connected, who has deep roots in 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 Dime Square. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we're too Cali right now. I've get, I'm getting death threats for the way I order my In and Out burgers. <laughs> People are letting me know my hood pass is being revoked. So we need to get back onto Dime Square where we belong. Yeah, we, we yeah we need to tell, yeah exactly. We need to talk about about what's happening there and how many free newspapers there can be in one city. <laughs> um so uh let's uh let's give Kate a call. Okay, bye. Bye. As a new member of the podcasting community, you know, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Spotify, Kate. I know. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. We'll show you I can't the believe it. <laughs> yeah, you really are. <laughs> I don't know if we're the most famous podcasters on Spotify, but we're close. So, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's just, it's nice to be nominated. Um, <laughs> so what, what is your, what is your podcast listening regimen? Like, what were you listening to that got you psyched to make one on your own? You guys, I don't listen to podcasts. Mm. <laughs> Have you checked out music? I've never listened to music either. So this like whole listening thing is like brand new. The content in general is still very new for you. Okay, here's the thing. I just like talking to people and I like like I love meeting new people and you can't do that right now. So I was like, how do I duplicate part of my lifestyle from New York, which is like going out all the time and meeting new people and having conversations and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of hey, how I'm it walking started. Over here and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So your technical abilities are not strong, you would say. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm saying that as a fellow person. I, I'm saying that as the half of this podcast that can't do anything technically. So I, I'm saying that from a place of love. I'm not saying I'm not coming at you crazy. I promise. I mean, this took us like an hour to even get started. Whoa. So I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to bring that up. But that was thank my you for fault. Your honesty. Yeah, that was my fault. Yeah, the mic stuff is brand new to me, but I'm pretty good with the editing kind of stuff. What are you using to are you on Ableton or using GarageBand? What are you using? 
guys, I use GarageBand. That's cool. Good. A lot of people use GarageBand. It's It's a fine program to use. It works for me. and um, It's cool. Do you like the editing process? Yeah, I think that's my favorite part is listening back to it and kind of deciding what I felt like was good enough to keep in or like getting rid of awkward pauses or like lags or or like well I've been really nervous to come on your podcast because I'm like fuck I can't edit anything out if I make a mis- if I that's say right. something weird. <laughs> that's right. We own we own this audio, so be very careful, okay? Be very careful. So you you've been practicing the tightrope walk with a net and now the net has been removed, but I edit and I make sure that not only I sound great and smart and cool but also you and chris sometimes even i need more help than most okay, of our so, guests you yeah. know what i mean but is the so are you saying that you were or have you been very careful or are you a super spreader like what's the vibe you haven't been going out is that what you're saying um i was going out i guess a lot over the summer but now that it's been cold i just haven't really felt comfortable gathering inside or like eating indoors or any of that and so yeah i've been kind of keeping to myself really just you and you and your listeners. I can't wait to eat inside. They just made it, so they just did it in L.A. They just made it, I think, like this week, right, Jason? Yeah, I'm going to do some indoor dining tonight, but I am vaccinated. Oh, he had to stunt. Okay, I'm just not ready yet. I'm not ready. Why not? Do you? How's your immune system? I'm fine. Are you drinking enough don't... milk, Kate? Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> do... No, no dairy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am serious as a heart attack, Kate. Jason drinks a, a lot of Jason drinks a lot of milk. So no, uh, he's not he's not modern. He's not he's not modern like us, Kate. We're we're just two hens who love clucking around a cold glass of almond. What's your preferred go to almond cashew? I'm an almond milk girl. Mm-hmm. Got to have a little something from the teat as well. Unsweetened or, or- unsweetened, non vanilla. No, none of that. <laughs> I've really been getting into matcha, okay, um, so okay. that's my new, that's my new drink of choice. Jason's great at whisking, right? I don't love a whisk. Actually, I'm more of a blender girl. Have you checked out cha cha matchas? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know cha cha matcha. <laughs> a friend of mine from college was involved with with that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. whole thing, but I no, I'm just. I like to get it at my local coffee shop. Good. I like it. It gives you a nice sustained burst of energy without the the coffee crash. Exactly. Well, I'm a two caffeinated drink a day person and I was doing two coffees for a really long time. So now I like to have my morning latte mm. and my afternoon matcha. And it's a system that's been really working for me. <laughs> I love being walked through. I love being walked through someone's coffee story because my my coffee story is unfortunately um, cold brew in the morning, cold brew in the afternoon. There's not much variance on that. Um, but I do I do miss a latte treat because from time to time I would let myself get when I lived in Tribeca on Saturdays when I was feeling bad, I would go to La Colombe. Jason, are you ready for this? And I would get. An almond iced almond latte, but also I would pair it with an everything croissant. Oh, that sounds amazing! It's <laughs> like my my dream. Chris, you are a you are a nasty piece of shit. I can't do that anymore. But I also just think that I don't know having a latte feels very morning to me. So I could, I don't think I could do that in the afternoon. Something about the the format just feels very AM only. You know, Kate, you've inspired me. After I after we record this pod, I'm, and I have to hunker down and edit this thing. I'm going to make up a nice creamy matcha 
have a couple cigs and then get to work and it's going to give me all the juice i need to get me through the day that's sustained energy beautiful i love to hear that (laughs) (laughs) where do you you are you sponsored by any company are you sponsored by any companies that give you cool free stuff I'm not sponsored by anybody, but people send me stuff like every day, which is absurd to me. I don't know. <laughs> I got sent this shirt. It has a unicorn on it. It's from Realization Par, which is um, an LA-based clothing brand. I love them. They make like wow, you're good at this. Dresses. You're really selling me. I don't know why they send me all this free stuff. Anyways, <laughs> check it out at. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, use code Kate twenty twenty at checkout for for a discount on your cute dress purchase. Yeah, what do you what do you do about all the boxes? This is something that I like to talk about with other influencers in the world. Influencers, oh my god! Well, okay, I um I don't know because you don't know. (laughs) Look, someone has to deal with all these boxes, Kate. Okay, before I feel like when I like went outside and like did stuff I would wear all these new clothes and stuff and now I just I just feel like it's you know it's in the void I don't have anywhere to wear anything and like I'm not wearing like any of these like hoodies or whatever people are sending me I'm just like (laughs) wearing a t-shirt and jeans like I don't know hey can you guys (laughs) I'm like (laughs) and for the clothes that you get that you actually do like by the time you're able to go outside and flex on these hoes they might be out of style or something like that the shelf life is low it's tough it's really hard out here (laughs) i think also we need to understand like are you physically breaking down these boxes and taking the recycling like when you're finished with them or are you okay so you're sick with the box cutter then you know how to wield that weapon yeah 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 i'm i know my way around breaking down a box And it's kind of a technique thing, you know what I mean? It's just a little bit. It's it's with all the wrist, mm. you know. And in the in the colder months, you could also you can also burn all the cardboard boxes. What neighborhood yeah. do you live in, Kate? I just moved to West Soho, which I'm really excited about. I was living in Chinatown for like eight years. West Soho, um, damn, Jason, these influencer checks are hitting, buddy. Because I tell you what, feels <laughs> like a very good neighborhood. I'm so stoked. Almost near Bar Pity. Like, is that where we're going? Yeah. Like, what does that actually mean? Um, without being too specific, I guess it's kind <laughs> of like by like the old Suen. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. R.I.P. Thank you for using a landmark. Thank you for using a landmark that you knew I would recognize and not some, you know, not not like a, oh, there's this wine store. It's amazing, right? It's right here on this corner. I just I just made a Suen bowl for dinner last night, guys. Isn't that exciting? That sounds amazing. Oh, it was. I was frying up tofu, the whole thing. I prefer the original. So I, I prefer, well, I don't know if it's the original. Actually, I prefer the East Village location. It's a little more charming. I liked the West Side one but I'm fine with either. You move next door. I mean, yeah. Well, so did you, were you able to upgrade because the, the COVID made real estate prices go down? Did you get lucky or how did this work out? I've been trying to figure out like where to move and I didn't really want to be in Chinatown anymore. The spirit is kind of shifted and there's like a whole new crop of stuff going on down there that i feel like maybe i've graduated please expand on that please expand on that (laughs) yeah please tell us what's going on down there because we needed this we wanted someone on the ground to give us a a real scene report like let's rip the band-aid off what's going on 
why is Chinatown, why is it so hot right now? Why are we hearing about it so much? And, you know, you're saying as a resident, you were feeling like it was maybe time to go. Just for in my personal life, I feel like there's a lot of social stuff there that I've kind of outgrown or feels less interesting <laughs> to me now. Okay, friend Leibowitz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop. I mean, I understand. So you're saying you're saying you got too many ex-boyfriends on the street and there's people doing coke on benches and you got to go. That is absolutely correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I was, like, last summer, I was in a different part of Chinatown, like, down on Madison Street, where it's, like, less hectic. The scene. Yeah, less, like, just a touch removed from the chaos that is Dime Square. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was throwing all these rooftop parties um, (laughs) and um, there was, like, there was... The, my my friends would set up this like TikTok section of the party <laughs> and like, do their little dances. <laughs> That's pretty cool. No, it's not. That's pretty cool. That's not cool. Yeah, it is, Jason. Because the thing about TikTok that doesn't appeal to us is because we're old and okay looking. If you're young and hot, TikTok is very cool. That's what we have <laughs> to they, understand. Did they set this up like a, like to do dances or are they doing pranks? Yeah, no dances. Yeah, that's not that's not working out for me. <laughs> I, I tried a few like i got i, I tried the um megan the stallion savage dance and good fucking luck i we've all tried it we've all tried it um but i just don't really feel like i'm a tiktok girl i don't know thank god you're yeah. you're a podcast girl were you what yeah. kind of parties were the were you just were you throwing illegal raves on your roof was it more of a tapas style engagement <laughs> they were like get-togethers. <laughs> so you were throwing a rooftop Chinatown kickback is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess so. It was like right when everyone came back to the city and we, none of us had seen each other in so long. And like all of a sudden Orchard Street was like mm-hmm. a street fair, which was insane, by the way. And yeah. like there was like a, lo- a natural wine shop that was just wide open and everyone was buying these bottles of natural wine and like it was and like riding around on their little motocross bikes and like mm. have their convertibles <laughs> like playing music and mm. like driving up out to first and first and down by the water and the whole thing first and first the center the center of the world jason i don't think jason, jason's from la so i, I like to translate for so those are those are streets York. chris so those are different streets <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. exactly, Jason. First First Avenue and First Street. It's a, it's it's where the world collides. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So summer summer sounds like it was lit. Yeah, well, I mean the way you're describing it did sound pretty cool, but also a little if if you had anxiety about social gatherings, you're kind of like what are all you people doing? Yeah. I guess like, well, I was in LA for 3 months last year, March, April, May. Right at the beginning. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right when it happened. And then I went back to New York because I had an apartment there. I was just subletting in LA. And it just felt crazy. Like to see everyone again. <laughs> and like, I was like single for the first time in my entire life. And I was just like, this is bananas. <laughs> like it was just so, it was nuts. Did you get COVID? No. I don't believe you, but I mean, I, I, I uh, look, I, I don't know you well enough to tell if you're lying through a computer screen, but Jason, what do you think? I don't think she had COVID. She seems like she takes care of herself, drinks a lot of Wawa, vitamin D, <laughs> kettlebells, etc. Yeah, Yeah. The kettlebell workout will keep the, that will keep the COVID No stranger away. to tur- turmeric. 
Yeah. You definitely had some turmeric in your life. Oh, yeah, in my lattes. Like, those weird orange, like, <laughs> lattes. Okay, it's called a golden the, the most, it's called a golden latte? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, you're right. My Show God. some respect. <laughs> yeah. Show some respect for the root. If you were turning up all summer and, did, and, and somehow managed to not get COVID, I think it's important for us to break down your vitamin and supplement routine then. Oh, my God. How well is um, your wellness? How much money is she dropping at East Village Organic on, on the, a weekly basis? You know what I mean? But what's the, what's, what's the vitamin routine? Because Jason and I are pretty serious about supplements ourselves. Okay, I'm getting really into tinctures right now. Okay. I love my passion, Excellent. passion flower tincture. It helps my anxiety. Okay, so instead of snorting Zans, you're just taking a little tincture. Yeah, I don't drink or do drugs, so... Oh, I didn't know that. Are you sober, or have you never done it? Yeah, I'm sober. Okay, yeah, me too. Um, so I I understand, um, and unfortunately, snorting Xanax does work better, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we're only... We, we, can, we can only do what we can do, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. so you're saying, what what is this called, though? What is it called again? It's um, passion flower tincture. And you just do a couple a couple drops under the tongue? I put the drops in my tea. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a more that sounds like a more pleasant delivery system. I like to go raw dog under the tongue just to feel something because it's yeah. disgusting. I kind of like that weird taste because you can feel like it's working. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. You feel exactly. It feels like it's working. Uh, on the Rotten Tomato scale of one zero to one hundred, where where would you rate your anxiety level? Now I feel really really good about it. I feel like I've really found what works for me, and I go to therapy twice a week over FaceTime. That's helped me so much. I do dialectical behavioral therapy with this woman in New Jersey and she's changed my life. I don't I don't know what that is. Could you explain it? I mean, I'm no expert or anything, but I had a really, really hard time with the quarantine lockdown situation um, in the first three months were really tough for me. And just a lot of things in my personal life and my like career or whatever where just like everything was like (laughs) shifting and i just felt really sure really overwhelmed and like scared and lost and the whole thing um yeah i just didn't know what my life was going to be like after things opened back up and like i just felt stressed and it really pinched my nervous system so i was seeking really professional help and I tried like um, an outpatient program through a hospital in New York and it was like group therapy on Zoom and it was just really, it didn't really work for me. It helped me a little bit, but it was just like really dark to see people in their homes on Zoom. Yeah. Like so sad. Everyone was just so sad. I was so sad. Like it was just like bummer. And I guess like the more traditional form of therapy is cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's just like traditional talk therapy. And DBT, the thing that I do, like the program that I'm in, she just like helps me figure out better coping mechanisms. So instead of like channeling my anxieties into destructive behavior, she finds we find ways to like put it into positive behavior you don't have to say but what what are some of your destructive behaviors now that you're a sober person it all has kind of like mushed together so it's like led me to sobriety and led me to just like be more mindful about my actions and like my relationships and 
I don't know. I feel like before I was just really stressed about what every single person I'd ever met thought about me, like all the time, nonstop mm. in my head. It like wouldn't stop. Yep. And now I just don't care. And I just feel really good mm. about myself. And for it's like, I feel like I've really turned a corner in my life where like, I really love myself for the first time ever. And um, it's really exciting because I have been trying to get here, you know, Um and I've always used external things like like a really obsessive boyfriend, like where we're so obsessed with each other, like, <laughs> you know, or like needing to have like 300 best friends and like have them and their whole families and their whole family's relationships <laughs> and like brothers and sisters and like everyone loved me all the time. And that's just like Ooh. so exhausting and it like unsustainable and just like a headache and so now I just feel like I'm in this new place where I'm being really particular about the relationships that I let into my life and instead of like feeling like I need to be this people pleaser and like codependent to everyone that I meet and just take more agency over myself and it's been working Amazing. really I f- well. I yeah. feel like you you were mentioning you're you're always sort of like having that dialogue in your head of like, oh, what does that person think of me? Did I say something wrong to that person four months ago at a party or whatever? Yes. <laughs> I know a lot of people who kind of have that same problem. Luckily, Chris and I don't. But was there like a, a breakthrough moment or something that happened for, for that to click where you didn't have that bothering you anymore? Okay, this is gonna sound really corny, but honestly, the podcast, my podcast, has really been helping me. Like, it's not corny. Deal with that, or like, no, it's not corny at all. Manage that feeling where I just felt like there were so many people in my life that I would see all the time because of like Chinatown lifestyle or like this, the like parties or like things I would go to or whatever, mm-hmm. or like fashion stuff or you know all that kind of stuff. But now that there's none of that and there's no organized like organized events or group situations I was like just trying to figure out a way to like reclaim those relationships but none of these people I was really on like a texting basis with or like yeah it's been a really just amazing way to like reconnect with so many people in my life and like deepen our relationship and like learn more about them than like a five minute chat at some party or whatever it's been like Mm -hmm. so wonderful maybe that's why you like the editing process so much because now you have some exact control over everything that you're you're saying yeah i think it's been a nice way to like put myself out there in a different way because the only like public kind of reception about a person is like their instagram pictures or stuff people say about you so i feel like You can't really, like, get to know me from my photos because they're just pictures of me. You know, that gives you a little bit of a window into somebody's life, but it doesn't really allow you to experience their personality or their heart, um, which is corny. But um, this is this is why we pod, Kate. This is why we pod. This is yeah. This is why we pod. But I mean, that is the problem. That I mean, that is at its core, though, the problem with Instagram. It's like that's the issue. You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 performative in a way, and that's like what it needs to be. Kind of. I don't think that should change necessarily. I think we should. you know, look for things elsewhere, which it sounds like is what you're, you have, you have begun to do. Yeah. And I just feel like I also like can get pigeonholed into like this type of 
thing because of my Instagram or pictures of me or whatever, which is fine. And I definitely play into that image to, you know, book modeling jobs and that kind of thing. But I know that there's, I have, I have more to say and like more to discover than just like pretty pictures online. So yeah, I mean, just connection is the most important thing in my life. And also I feel like in New York, it's really easy to feel like you're a part of something because of like the people you surround yourself with or the things that you go to. And that doesn't exist in the same way. It all feels kind of disbanded again. So it's just been a nice way to kind of solidify my community. Honestly, it's great. The question though, then for me is like, are you ready? Because we're inching towards, you know, returning to some sort of normalcy. So are you ready for that? Or have you just now figured out how to quarantine and you like it? I know. I'm like, finally, I figured it out. And we're like back to normal. Um, yeah, you might have to start gaming or something soon. I know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. am I a Twitch girl? I don't know. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> to but, be determined. No, but I think it's just been a nice way to like connect with people uh, on the way back into normalcy as well. And like, mm. also, I've just been looking for like another outlet in my life besides modeling and I thought it was going to be a few different things and then those just didn't end up working out or being what I had hoped for. It's just really a great project because like today, for example, I I like had this last minute casting and like if I had a, a real job, I guess, like a normal sure, job. Sure, that, that would not happen. <laughs> yeah, it's just happen. like I, I really need something that's flexible and that I can control and that I can make up as I go along, I guess, and not have to answer to anyone. Welcome, welcome um, to the club. Uh, bosses suck. Uh, and, you know, it, it. I only want to answer to myself or my beloved co-host, um, you know, and that's that's a it's a better it's a better way to honestly, live. Honestly, I could never go back. I would rather make less money and not have a boss than have a boss and make more money. I just can't handle it. Yeah. Jason's more of a unique look kind of guy. You know what I mean? So that's why. Like a noddle. Y- yes. Jason's a noddle. Exactly. How I'm dare noddle, you? Guys. But I'm just like. <laughs> Look, I think it's cool to be a noddle, okay? I just look so, like, interesting. People just stop me on the street. So I I wouldn't consider it, like, my job, you know? Um, (laughs) But that is is the... Well, but has... I mean, I imagine that work really dried up, though. I mean, there was nothing going on for, like, six months at least, right? Yeah, that was really tough. I had just moved out to L.A. and had a few things lined up with brands and different companies, and then it all stopped and it all <laughs> went on to like zoom photo shoots and stuff which i did not want to have any part in i want you to walk us through a zoom photo shoot because a lot of my friends were doing those on the photographer side what actually happens like what are you supposed to do i only did one with a friend of mine because i was like there's no way i'm facetiming some random guy and he's gonna tell me what to do through <laughs> photo booth like no 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 <laughs> unless the check is really big Right. Yeah, the check's got to be. <laughs> the check's got to be huge. <laughs> but, I don't know. It's so embarrassing. It's like so awkward because seeing yourself is so embarrassing. I mean, for me, it's like so awkward. Oh, to I didn't even think look about that. Part. I didn't even think of. So you're like looking at yourself on the screen, trying to like make all these different faces or poses or whatever. It's mm. just a humiliating experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen some photos from that era, like when that was happening, that are interesting and like cool. But it's 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 like 
I just know nobody wants to be doing that. You, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, these are pretty good, but you know, no one wanted to do this. You know, like I, I, I saw my my buddy shot um, Eddie Murphy for the New York Times, and he like thanked he like thanked Eddie's daughter because I think she was the one. She was like there having to like do it, help him like he needed someone to help him like shoot it because it's all it's just like, you know, Eddie Murphy definitely doesn't know how to use his phone. So it's like, you know, he's got to have his daughter, you know, tell him what to do. But I, I'm I'm so if you, but you've been shooting since we've returned. You, you've getting you get your test and you put on your mask and you go stand on the set. Yeah. Now I've been working, which has been so nice. I mean, like I forgot I have, like, a complicated relationship with modeling. I think, like, I can... Same. <laughs> I can <laughs> not love it, but ultimately, now that I'm back, I feel so grateful for it. Um, Did you, like, fall into this, or was it, like, a, you were at the mall when you were 14 and somebody scouted you kind of thing? I mean, I was, like, on Instagram when I was 16, so, and that's how <laughs> I was discovered, I guess. Like this. <clears throat> oh, I apologize for showing my age in such an extreme way. Chris, Instagram um, is like a virtual mall that you can visit and check out pics. Oh, okay, cool. So, okay, so you were you were just, a, like, a high school chick posting pics with your friends, and somebody's like, you want to make money. Yeah, or not even you want to make money. It was like, do you want to take, like, cool pictures? And I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds fun, like... I'd always been interested in it and like, you know, it looks so shiny from the outside. Um, but yes, it does. Um, but yeah, my first real photo shoot was with purple magazine and for like this Gucci campaign that we did and I styled it and like did my own hair and makeup and like just ran around the East Village with um, the photographer and it was really fun and I didn't even really know what that meant or like what that was and then I remember like going to the purple dinner when I was like 18 and not really understanding what that meant and just like standing in the in the corner with like my like new bomber jacket on and (laughs) like was like this is so scary (laughs) Well, look, the first time I saw Lindsay Lohan doing coke in the Boom Boom Room, I was also scared, so I understand why you were feeling that way. Um, I totally I, I totally get it. Okay, were you were you from were you in New York born and raised or where were you coming from originally? My mom was in New Jersey and my dad was in the city. So I was oh, okay. like always back and forth, but I never knew which one I was from. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the area though. Yeah, you're in the area, but I mean I think if you're able to claim New York, you would you would prefer that over new jersey i would think yeah absolutely i mean i never mentioned the new jersey part until recently (laughs) (laughs) oh yes absolutely that is i lied about this for a long time my my mom lives yeah my mom she's around really pissed when you talk shit on new jersey i've noticed i have i don't care about that (laughs) (laughs) which part (laughs) which, which part which part of new jersey um short hills yeah, it's like 35 minutes on the train. So were you hitting the club as a teenager? I don't think I was hitting the club, but I was definitely like going out and like had boyfriends and like concerts and that kind of thing. Sure, sure. That's that's what I was doing at 16 too. Unfortunately, no one discovered me. Um, and I'm still, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm still waiting for that. But I think that the, uh, well, because if you were, what what era is this? What were you listening to? Who were you going to see? I remember like going to see girls. That was like a big one for mm. me. I met my first like boyfriend or like kind of boyfriend there. And he like w- t- 
would not let me call him my boyfriend, but I, he like got the set list after the show and I like went up to him and I was like, oh my God, like that's so cool. And um, we, yeah, we started like kind of dating and what a classic what a classic love story actually that sound that literally sounds like a levi's campaign or something you know what i mean it's like yeah, I, I don't your know, life like, sounds like a gossip girl episode so far it does you know girl girls is a girls is a big band for me too i i like them a lot and and um they were kind of underappreciated in my opinion love the girls i yeah i loved them they were a big band for me they really opened a lot of other music up for me i guess yeah i mean once you dig in there he's he's been listening to cool shit and probably touring with great bands for for that whole era you know i just think that um going to shows i i forget that going to shows is also an opportunity to like party (laughs) you know what i mean especially when you're like 16 like i never thought of it like that you know i was i was really there for the music jason you know how it is Mm mm-hmm me too okay well it was like huge (laughs) for me because it was like it's your opportunity to like be around people and like go to something and like feel like you're a part of something and like yeah it was Mm. such a big deal for me going to concerts so you you were allowed to kind of you weren't running wild but you were allowed to go out and do your thing i was running wild (laughs) definitely (laughs) (laughs) but who's the so who's the disciplinarian your mom or your dad they were just like they knew what I wanted to do, and they were fine with it. They were like, "Fuck it, go do your thing. Go do whatever you got to do." Yeah, they were like, "Just, it's fine." Just like there was no curfew and shit. You could just come and go as you please. Kinda. I mean, they like. I definitely like would lie to them all the time, or like skirt around <laughs> things or whatever. Or like it was like really handy that they didn't live together because I could be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just sleeping at dots." Sure, of course. The classic, the classic tale. The class. Did your so dad this live? This is Gossip Girl. This is feeling Gossip Girl s. Did your dad live downtown? He was living uptown. Oh yeah, that's it. That solidifies the <laughs> the Gossip Girl. Uh, did you audition for the reboot? This is cool. Um, no, I didn't audition for the Gossip Girl reboot. I auditioned for Euphoria though. <laughs> you would have been a great fit on Euphoria. I feel like. I agree. I guess the show also is big as fuck, which you never know. You know, you never know where, how it's going to go. Yeah, we really didn't know at the time. It was just a script um, and just like a show. It's like who knows what that even means. But I, are you trying to are you trying to act, or was that just something that came across and it like made sense? So you went and did it. That was just something that fell into my lap, and I, it made sense and it felt right and it felt exciting. But I don't know. I'm open to it. I've done a few like shorter things, but I'm pretty particular. And as somebody who is has never really acted that much before, it's it's not a great quality to be particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you're not trying to you're not trying to work your way up the ladder, is what you're saying. You only want to do what you want to do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Kate, now now that we've been podcasting for a little while now, it sounds like you've been using it as a great tool to go out and connect with other people, relieve anxiety and stress. What have been some of the hard parts about podcasting so far? Some things you didn't expect, maybe. I haven't had any hard parts. I think it's great. <laughs> just fi- you're just tr- figuring out where to put all the money? Yeah, just in my back pocket. <laughs> um no, it's been great. I, I, it's really been like the best decision I've ever made. I felt a lot of like, I felt nervous to be like a podcast girl or like whatever. And I felt really embarrassed to put out the first episode because the first episode was just me answering questions. 
seeing if I like could actually edit an episode together and like make a real thing. Yeah, first um, episode for anyone is very nerve wracking. Yeah, definitely my first few episodes, I think my voice was like very audibly shaking. I sent it, like I made like a private SoundCloud account and like uploaded my first episode and like forced all my friends to listen to it. And like from all over the world and my friend, a friend of mine in London, who I like really trust his opinion. He was like, I think that you have to do this. And I was like, okay. No, it's good. I think you did it the right way. You were being very careful in particular, getting feedback yeah, I mean, the feedback has been really positive, which has been amazing. And yeah, everyone's being really nice to me about it, which is so cool. <laughs> and like, I really haven't had any Nobody's issues Nobody's like, it. yeah, I checked out your podcast. It's not very good. Yeah. And like, at that point, it's like, I don't even care if somebody doesn't like it or thinks it's dumb or silly or whatever. Like, I get so much fulfillment out of this experience that if I make no money or nobody listens, it's like more for me at this point. I mean, I obviously want people to listen because I think it's like just nice to find new ways of connection. And I also have been like trying to figure out a a positive way to share more of myself online that feels good. So yeah, I mean, I've just been really happy with it, to be honest. Like, I think it's great. Wow, it's good. it must be nice to not have haters, Jason. Can you imagine that? <laughs> well, it'll happen once. Your I pod mean, I ha- like. <laughs> come on, I ha- definitely have haters, but like, they're not. They don't tell me that. I'm sure that they have their opinions. <laughs> That's the best kind. The, <laughs> the kinds that don't tell you that are the best kinds to have. I would say. So now, so you said that you don't listen to any pods. But now that you are a podcaster yourself, are you going to change your ways? Are you empathizing with our plight? Are you going to start checking out more shows? I'm open to it. I listen to your <laughs> podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which I enjoy. Which episode did you listen to? I listened to Joe and Know Me. Okay. Oh, some highlights. Okay, those are those are good ones. Those are, I'll, I'll accept that answer. And I love them. Yeah, Joe was like, you have to go on. How long gone? And I was like... I don't know if I can do this. And we were texting earlier and I was like, Joe, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Really? It'll be so easy. Yeah. I just was getting so nervous. I was like, what do we talk about? And it's like that thing when like somebody asks you like what music you listen to and you're like, Uh, oh my God, I've never listened to music before. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. If somebody asks me what music I like, I'm like, bro, I have no, I can't answer that question. I I listen to nothing and 4,000 things, but I think the, I, I don't know. Like I've always loved to just talk with no direction see where something goes, you know, with no fear that there's going to be a lull in it or like you're going to sound dumb. You know, I could you can always clean it up in post, but also like it's cool to have a down period in a convo so something can come back up, have a conflict and a resolution. There's never there's no wrong way to do how long gone is what I'm saying. Yeah, your format is really inspiring to me and like kind of made me feel more validated in my my pursuit of podcasting, I guess. Just like shooting the shooting, the shit you're, you're speaking on the shooting, the shit style. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, just like, I like that. It's just, you're just like overhearing a conversation between people. It's like the best way to socialize right now, I think. And yeah, Kate on anchor, you can always add in any new music from Spotify (laughs) into your podcast whenever you'd like to. I love Anchor. It's a really straight. <laughs> so, Kate, have, so you have you recorded an Anchor ad for your podcast yet? No, but I it's on my list of to do. I need to do that. But yeah, I use Anchor. 
love Anchor. We love it. I'm a big Anchor girl. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to be starting a radio show with my friend Dan, who's in London. Um, and we're like kind of inspired by the... There's this like BBC radio show over there called like the Benji B show or some some guy named Benji oh, B. Oh yes. Do you know him? <laughs> I don't know yeah. anything about him. So what sound, he sounds James, very inspiring the- to you, Kate. <laughs> no, we're, okay, we were really inspired on, by the show. It's like this guy Benji or something. I don't know. You ever heard? He's of one him? of the most famous DJs of all time. Um, <laughs> you know, arguably one of the most important d- DJs ever. Jason, would you agree? Like in a radio format? Right, yeah, he's a very big DJ over there. You know, he's friends with this guy Virgil. They always play together and shit. <laughs> but Benji's a great guy, actually. I've had a few Miami dinners with him. Awesome. Oh my awesome god. Bro. Okay, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> but okay, so I you want to do a you want to do a Benji B style show where you guys are are playing well, some brand new tunes? Yeah. Well, I like to. I like when he has celebrities on and they do like a back to back thing where they like share each, share music with each other. Oh yes. Oh uh, yeah. Tit for tat. Mm-hmm. So what celebrities are you going to call? Well, the one that I listened to, he did with this rapper Slow Tie. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. So my friend Dan is Slow Tie's stylist. So mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> so well first episode is just going to be me and dan and then we're going to kind of see from there how it goes um and kind of just have it be like a new york london kind of thing and like what we're both into what kind of music does what kind of music does dan listen to is he is he i feel like dan likes a bit of everything yeah he likes a bit of everything he likes a lot of dub and <laughs> reggae that kind of stuff cool. and like um i've really been getting into like I don't know, like Angie Stone and like Nicolette Larson and like that kind of thing. And like Angie Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I like dub. I like dub music, though, because I'm cheaping over here in Cali. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> does, Dan, does Dan hit the spliff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good for him. <laughs> you might have to edit that, that out sense. i can't speak for him i can't speak for him okay okay i okay. can't speak for dan if he hits the spl- I, I can't, can't speak say for sure if dan hits dan. the split i don't know I, I can't look if you're listening to reggae and dub music i mean you better be smoking a little bit of something it kind of comes with the territory yeah it kind of comes with the territory especially especially in cold and rainy overcast london you know what i mean i think that's a cool idea though for you guys to do across the pond yeah. music of like i'm really loving this boom I'm really loving this boom 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 throwing an anchor out in there and now we're cooking <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean we just started talking on the phone all the time um because we're quite close friends but you know there's quarantine or travel restrictions and like um it's been hard to figure out a way to like sustain our friendship we just did an episode together for my podcast and then from there we just like well we are we ended up just talking on the phone for like five hours but it was all about stuff that I couldn't share online like about you know just like Mm -hmm. stuff we're both working on um behind the scenes kind of stuff and it just inspired us to find a new way to work together which is really exciting the the way that you see po- the the art of audio and the podcasting medium is is giving me a warm fuzzy feeling inside because <laughs> you're talking to two guys that you know we're on the grind here we do this th- three times a week we do the music show so podcasting to us is just you know it, it's it's clocking in it's we've, just, we've you been know, it's, chewed it's up and our- spit out by big spotify we've been road hard and hung up <laughs> exactly. wet 
by Apple Podcasts, and it's nice to see you having a exactly you know a wonderful, beautiful, healthy relationship with the medium, whereas we are victims of it at this point. Exactly, and I, I also like your approach of not listening to podcasts because that is. <laughs> I, I used to listen to so much like years ago, like when it was, I don't know, like I would listen to four or five hours a day. Now I can barely listen to any. But Kate, like, when, were you like listening to Loveline in high school or something like that? Or like any radio talk show at all? Um, I lo- Howard Stern? Well, I love Howard Stern always. I'm I guess, a Howard girl. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I love Z100. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah, let's go. And let's go. What's Z-Boys. Is that Bob? Is that Bobby Bones? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm a Z boy. That's all you need to know. I don't fucking know. Uh, I mean, Z100 is is. I think it might be the biggest radio station in the country. The most important top forty radio station in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's right. I Jason. loved like I love all those East Coast stations, like 100.3, Okay, so you're a radio aficionado. I guess so. I Did mean, you drive? I don't have my license. So you didn't drive in high school either. So where were you listening to the radio? In my mom's car on the way to school. But did you go to college in New York or did you leave? Well, I went to the new school and then I went to Bard for one semester because I was like, maybe I should get out of the city for college and like have a real experience or whatever. And then I got there and was like, I cannot, I absolutely cannot do this. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> and it just was not for me at all. So are you going to be NYC till the day you die, or are you going to eventually move out to Cali? I don't think I'm a Cali girl, unfortunately. I tried it. Well, what's not to love, baby? The sun is shining. The tennis courts are freshly refinished. The avocados okay, are well, mushy. I love tennis. I grew up playing tennis um, oh. competitively. Okay. Don't bear competitive. What? Don't bury. I was don't bury nationally the ranked. And nationally ranked. What? Yes. Shit. And went to the U.S. Open every single year of my life and um, was obsessed. And I almost went to college for it and then didn't. And then, but yeah, I'm I'm really good at tennis and I love it. You still, you still play? <laughs> I play now and again. I like playing in Seward Park in the Lower East Side or the parks by the river on the East Side are really nice too. What what's your shot? What's your favorite shot? Sorry, then Chris can ask his lame questions. Backhand. I'm a really. I have a really good backhand. Ooh. It's one handed. Two handed. One handed. One handed backhand. Ooh. Yeah. That's actually on Damn, my to do list as well. Your to do list is to record an ad for Spotify. Mine is to <laughs> learn how to do a one handed backhand because that well, shit is nasty. I'm gonna be in LA next or not next week, but the week after. We should play tennis and get matcha, <laughs> almond milk. Nothing I want more. Nothing I want to do more than watch you destroy TJ with a one-handed backhand <laughs> and then yeah. make him pay for matcha afterwards. Yeah. That's my. That's a dream afternoon. It'll for be me. the first time I've ever beaten been beaten by a podcaster at tennis. So we shall see. <laughs> no, you. I you can definitely did, beat definitely whoop our asses at tennis and i would love to get a, get a lesson from you and and learn that backhand with one hand please matcha on us do your parents play or th- is that how you got into it or do you just do it as like a high school thing my mom plays every single day if it's not tennis then it's paddle or squash or whatever she's always oh she's, damn she's really about a racket sport racket is life yeah she's obsessed and it's her life it's like her whole thing um she loves it so much and so maybe a little too much no i think it's really healthy for her and like she mm-hmm. she meets a lot of people she lives in new jersey still and like she meets a lot of people that way and it's just 
so like such a positive part of her life. So I hope to be doing, you know, playing tennis every day when I'm an old oldie too. Me too. I'm not saying your mommy's oldie. They're probably she's probably the same age as me. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it! She's like my mom's 45. Actually, I think you guys might have been in high school at the same time, Jason. Actually, I think she said she said she knew you. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I mean, t- the tennis resurgence is very real, and I think it's interesting because you meet people that, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I played growing up, and then you see them, you're like, oh, you really fucking played growing up. Like, you can really play. It's it's not a game. And I think that if you have those formative years, you kind of will always have, like, a baseline. You're pretty good. Pun intended. Well, you know, no, no pun intended. It's all about just <laughs> the, like, the strokes, the form of the strokes. Like, you can really tell mm-hmm. how you handle a racket, yeah. you know? It's just in their goddamn DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what do you think about footwork, though? Because see, our our coach stresses footwork a lot to us. So, are you squeaking when you're when you're you know when you're for every, for every shot? We got to hear a squeak. Yeah, footwork's really important, but I'm <laughs> I really focus on like my like my arch of the uh, of the yeah, racket, yeah. you know, the like get that rainbow going. You're a form queen, is what you're saying? Yes. Um, <laughs> what 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 didn't you like about Cali, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Throw the shots. I hate mm-hmm. driving the highways. That whole thing is terrible. Gas, awful. I um, I don't know how to drive. I like walking, so I that's not an option really. Um, yeah. I get car yeah. sick. I don't like that. It's Hates like, a car. You, I just hate it all. I hate cars okay. so much. I think they're terrible. And what about boats? You like boats, trains, mm-hmm. other forms of transport? I think trains are fine, but I like to be able to like get myself somewhere without relying on a machine or whatever. Copy that. I think trains are fine. I think trains are fine. You prefer a nice pair of Sauconies over anything. Yeah, you you just want to walk. Yes. What else? But but what about the weather? It's so nice. That doesn't matter to me. I think that (laughs) people really make a place. What about the nut butter options? I got that. I got that in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 So I guess I can't. I got nothing. So you're saying that people make the place. So what you're saying is Cali is full of trash people, and the weather can't save it. Not trash people, but just a different type of person than I believe that I am. It's not trash. It's recycling. Yeah. (laughs) Either either way, they belong in the bin. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck I mean, New Yorkers. That's what I, I, I say. You guys are dicks. I would expect, I would expect nothing less from a, a born and bred New Yorker to hate LA. I mean, that's kind of part of it. Mm-hmm. But I also think you're not old enough to maybe appreciate it yet. You know, what happens is as you get older, New York starts to wear on you a little bit, and the slower pace of Cali and the beautiful sunshine uh, can be alluring. Kate will never waver. Like my idea of slowing down is like moving to Paris. <laughs> mm. You know. Oh, we oui, we. Oui. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you so let's just say maybe you work at an ad agency in Chicago and then your boss transfers you to Paris Chris. and you like Kate in Paris. Maybe you fall in love. <laughs> maybe you meet your hot you meet your hot neighbor and you guys have a little thing even though his his chick is bad too. I mean, that's an interesting theory. I see where this is going. Could be a show. Yeah, I mean, it could be a show. I don't think I, I, Paris doesn't do much for me. Paris doesn't do much for me. I think it's a little overrated. Come on. Chris. Well, that's fine. It's magic. I 
How much bread? How much bread are you eating, Kate? Let's be real. I love a baguette in the morning. Like I love the option of a warm baguette in the morning. I love. It is a good option. I <laughs> love the Kate, you smoke cigs? Yes. Do you smoke cigs? Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why we want to move to Paris. You can smoke in the fucking elevator there. You Who cares? smoke everywhere. It's so wonderful. It's like heaven. <laughs> it's like being in heaven. <laughs> so you're just. So you've got your beret on. You've got your beret on, strolling through the marais with a fresh baguette under your arm, yes. a Marlboro light hanging from your lips, and that's just that's bliss for you. Sounds great to me. That sounds like actual heaven. I I'm going to London this summer for a little bit, which I'm really excited because I've never spent real time there as an adult with like friends and things to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I'm excited about that, but I don't love London uh, to be honest. I don't know if it's my place, but. I think maybe I might like. I I love it. Are you gonna you're gonna take the Eurostar back to Perry? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would do the same. <laughs> well, I don't know. No I way, just man. feel London like London is it. I don't know. When I think about New York, like I, it's home, but it can bring up a lot of feelings for me. And like mm. L.A., I like visiting for four days, and then I it's time for me to go. I can safely say there's just there's no feelings here. It's nice. I cuz I completely agree with you. New York for me, I get nostalgic, I'm emotional, everything reminds me of something. It's that kind of feeling. LA is just like it's fucking sunny, everybody dresses like shit. Let's go to the grocery store. You know, that's kind of the, that's kind of it's kind of the vibe. It's it's you know, it's it's not it's not a beautiful place in I mean, Purgatory. to me personally, it's not a, yeah, it's not as beautiful of a place as as uh as New York. I am like I like being on the street with people, you know. No, same. I, lo- I I miss the energy. Now I'm in a, you know, I'm in my car, my beautiful car that's just sucking gas and polluting the environment, mm-hmm. and it's um, you know, it just scratches a different itch. But it's definitely not the same. It's definitely not the same. But you you got to go somewhere. Your carbon footprint is evened out by the lack of masks that you're not wearing, Chris. That's a good point. Yeah, we're not wearing masks in the car. You know, if you do, you're a freak. Yeah, that's true. I I'm a, I agree with that. Yeah, the mask. You a double masker, single masker, triple? I, du- scoop. I double mask now because it's the protocol. So mm-hmm. I, I I do that. <laughs> you do you have a do you have a see through do you have a see through face shield or just the classic cloth? No, I do um two of the blue ones. I would like to see you two show blues. up. I would like to see you show up with the with the full with the full see through face mask. I think that'd be a good look for you. The face shield. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, maybe when we meet, I'll like really do it up and get the. I have no, my I've mom just, gave never... me goggles. <laughs> that's that's od for like the plane. For no to like or just life for, for life just to wear like to go get a in slice. My, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is your mom is your mom super freaked out? Is she wearing like plastic gloves to go to the grocery store still? Not anymore, but she definitely was spooked mm-hmm. different people uh, you know unfortunately i wasn't spooked at all maybe to the point where it was bad um but uh you know now we're on the other side of this thing it's you know it feels good now mm-hmm. yeah it definitely feels i feel so much better personally and i feel like there's such a mood shift like i can just feel so much has been lifted you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. me mm. too i mean you got you got plans to travel to london like that's probably something that you've been waiting to do for a whole fucking year right I mean, it's so exciting. Like, I have really made so many great friends there and have amazing friends there to begin with. And just, like, I'm really excited to hang out with, like, Ty and those guys and, like, go to shows. That sounds, like, 
so much fun. Are you serious? Like we are missing live music, you know, even though I was, I was, you know, I wasn't going that much. I think everything like that sounds way more appealing now, you know what I mean? Than it, than it ever has. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, just taking something away, you know, makes it feel good when it comes back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, I, I love to be deprived. Yeah. Well, I love to be, de- I love to be deprived. It makes you appreciate things more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're, you're right. And these YouTube videos just aren't cutting it. Mm-mm. You know, I, I just, there's only so many, there's only so many Jim Blossom's 1995 <laughs> performance on David Letterman videos you can watch, you know, as one man. There's only, it's just, you know, I don't know what Jason does over there, but he only listens to NTS. He likes to have his music served for him by someone else. He's not a selector himself. Mm-hmm. I like NTS too. Um, Hell yeah. I listen to a lot of dub music on NTS all the time. Hell yeah, bro. well you know i I think our listeners have been deprived of hearing kate on this podcast for too long so i'm glad that we were able to make that happen it's true yeah it's true uh i we we really finally give these jokers what they want we really did give them what they want thank you for joining us and tell people uh where they can find uh, your new program and where they could find you on um, Instagram, etc. And also, we told you before, or I told you before, I don't know when, but <laughs> love the name of the podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love we love we love the name. It's so straightforward and simple. It's nice. Yeah, I just figured whatever I call whatever I named it, people would refer to it as Kate's podcast. So it's yeah. called Kate's podcast, and you can find you skipped it. a step. I like that. Uh huh. Yeah, you can find it by searching Kate's podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. <laughs> and my, powered by Anchor, of course. Powered by Anchor. Powered by Anchor. Shout out to our Anchor family. And what's the what's the Instagram handle for for everyone that wants to follow you? My Instagram is at Kate Official. Also, another cool damn cool at. Yeah, you you you're you're two for two on names so far. Uh, One thing great. you know how to do is, <coughs> is fucking name something, Kate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, um, Kate. Thank you for joining us. We'll make sure to stay tuned to your pod, <laughs> and um, we'll we'll see we'll see you in the court soon. Um, we do provide fresh balls, but we only have one racket each, so you have to put bring it on the plane. I'll bring one. Okay, thank you, Kate. Wait, well, what do you what do you play with? Quickly, just what do you play with? What's your go to? Bablot. Oof. Oh, Babo Hive. <laughs> Same. We're pure strike gang on this side. You already know the vibes. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, you all right. Bob, Thank you, you Kate. Send us the file. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.